0: I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Welcome to Inside Cajun Nation. On tonight's show, we take a peek at the upcoming volleyball schedule, plus baseball in the Sunbelt Conference Tournament. We're looking into Louisiana's title defense. But let's begin with another tournament. That's the NCAA Softball Super Regional. After capturing the Baton Rouge Regional, besting LSU twice on Championship Sunday, Louisiana headed to West to Washington. This time there, not the ideal visit the team would have wanted. The Huskies would sweep the Cajuns in the best of three series, shutting them out in both games. Things were scoreless in game one until the Huskies scored five in the bottom of the fourth, including two home runs, one from Sidney Stewart, one from Riley Holtorf. Three more Washington runs in the bottom of the fifth ended the game, an 8-0 win for the home side. Game two, Madison Husky sack fly in the bottom of the sixth would break the scoring seal, and Brooklyn Carter's steal of home was the final run scored of the game, thus ending the season. Louisiana would lose that game to nothing and lose that series to nothing. Head coach Jerry Glasgow, following the final game of the season, talks about the season.
1: It was a much better performance, and we got a lot of young players that can learn from that. We'll grow from it, and um, I'm just really proud of the team. 50 wins uh, get us past that regional hurdle and get us into the super regional. You know, we had three great senior pitchers and Kendra Lamb, uh, Carly Heath, and Megan Shorman, and you know I want to tip my hat to them and thank them for not just this weekend, but in the regional, but for the full season to give us a chance to win another conference championship, or another conference tournament 50 wins and then show our young kids lead the way and show our young kids how to compete and how to perform.
0: So softball season ends like this as Coach Glasgow said. Record of 50 and 16. It's the first time the team has reached 50 wins since 2019, second under Coach Glasgow. Softball regular season and Sunbelt Tournament champions. Carly Heath named the Sunbelt Player of the Year. Maya Davis, Freshman of the Year. Louisiana captured. The tournament Sunbelt Conference tournament for the fourth year in a row. After that they won their first regional since 2016 dispatching cross state LSU at Tiger Park. The college careers of Megan Shoreman, Kendra Lamb and Carly Heath come to a close. Now to baseball Cajuns are defending champs of the Sunbelt Conference tournament Louisiana looking to win again. having have the most of any team in the field. They made it to the final game against Southern Miss. It was scoreless in the third until Dustin Dickerson did this. A deep solo shot for the Golden Eagles, making it 1-0. Bases loaded. Top of the fourth, Heath Hood up the middle, up the gap. Kyle DeBarge and Connor Higgs score to give Louisiana the lead. Then tied it to bottom of the fifth. A chopper from Dickerson puts USM on top again. Bottom of the seventh, Slade Wilks. Well, that one is gone. A two-run shot. Southern Miss wins 6-2. Here's Louisiana head coach Matt Deggs after the game.
1: First of all, congrats to Southern Miss. Uh, You know, they've got a great ball club and and, uh, came out more. They were the better team today. We just, we never really could get untracked, and and that's a testament to their pitching. And uh, I thought our pitching did a fabulous job of keeping it a close game. And, uh, you know, between uh, 23, the kid they started, uh, Mazza and uh, Big Storm there that they brought in, Uh, that that was a tough assignment today. I think we were on. A little bit on empty, uh, emotionally and uh, maybe a little physically. Uh, just having a night game all week and then having to go through a doubleheader and then get up early again for this one a day. thats a—that's a tall assignment. We were up for it, uh, but uh, I think we might have shot all our bullets a day ago. I don't know. You know, we just we never really could get anything going when we did. I got Jew thrown out at the plate. Uh, I didn't like where we were at in the order. I uh, thought you know, we had a shot there. Uh, maybe if we load them up, we get to hit for a while. I don't know. Uh, but that was really the only time that we had any, any considerable traffic. So uh, hats off to, to USM. Uh, you know I think they'll do great moving forward in the postseason. And uh, I, I know Coastal will as well. Uh, I certainly believe that we're a postseason team and I would expect us to get that opportunity with 40 wins in the fifth rated league and 22 wins in the league and making it to the championship game of, of a, just, a, this is a gritty tournament as I've been in a while.
0: Kyle DeBarge, Carson Rockerford and Blake Marshall and CJ Woolis were named to the SBC All-Tournament team. Before the tournament started, Julian Brock and DeBarge were announced to the 2023 All sun Belt Conference second team. Brock set career highs in batting average, 328, homers, 11, which include three grand slams and 59 RBI in the regular season. Also among conference leaders in average, slugging percentage, on base percentage, doubles, sack fly, and RBI. DeBarge pace the Cajun hitting with a 357 average in the regular season. He was third on the team in slugging percentage and second and on base percentage in the regular. <music> Much more inside Cajun Nation will tell you when volleyball will start playing after this.
1: This portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling.
0: Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Earlier this week, the Cajun volleyball schedule dropped. Cajuns will host their red and white scrimmage August 11th and Tulane, August 17th, in an exhibition match. They will start the regular season on the road in Starkville, Mississippi, from August 25th through the 27th. The Cajuns will make their regular season home debut at EK Long Gym September 14th through the 16th, the Sawyer Camillo Memorial Classic. Sunbelt play begins September 21st and 22nd when the Cajuns host Troy. Last year, Louisiana made its first postseason tournament in program history. You can have a look at the entire schedule on the Cajun Nation page on our website, klfy.com. We talk track and field next on Inside Cajun Nation. We're back after this.
2: Welcome in to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for staying up on this Sunday. And we've got a special treat for you this week. As uh, we, we're talking some track and field, raging Cajun track and field. We've got Tommy Battle. He's the uh, uh, assistant track coach, one of, uh, one of a few on the, on the staff there. And then we've got Terry Hughes, who, who coaches. I'm learning as I go here, the, 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 the kids that throw. Correct. Correct. Uh, Correct. How, how do you pronounce it? Uh, what's the g- lingo? The, th- uh, the throws coach. The yeah. throws coach. That's what. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so we got the throws coach
3: and Coach Battle. What do coach you? Coach the sprinters, the hurdlers, the relays.
2: There you go. So sprint. We, we've got. A, we've got a whole plethora of, uh, of uh, talent on the set here, and it's mostly on that side of the uh, the aisle <laughs> over there. Uh, well, first off, guys, thanks so much for coming in. Really do appreciate y'all's time. Uh, I know y'all are getting ready for regionals. We're going to talk about that and uh, what that entails uh coming up but uh, let's start with this uh you got 16 of your athletes are on the uh all Sun belt, uh conference team um that's that's in, in any sport that's a lot right
3: yeah i mean i yeah. think uh you know you, this top three right you, to make it you got to be top three in your event so yeah it's a a large number and kind of uh is an indication of where we're at right now with the program. You know, we've done done I think really well, and uh, we had the best team we've had, and I think since 2002, uh, which wasn't yesterday. And so I think that I think that, that that shows we're making progress. And so to have 16 people in the top three, you know, is, is quite a testimony to where we're at.
2: What What is it, uh, Terry, about about this program that's kind of taken off and, and allowed this program to flourish a little bit?
4: Um, well, the recruiting has gotten a lot better. Uh, we're having to turn people away that want to come and we just don't have the room to have them. But when we first got here, we would take them, you know, so, um, that's a big thing. Recruiting got better. And then also, uh, we just don't stop. Like the team is getting better and better next year, we're going to be, we'll probably have somewhere upwards of 20, um, you know, all conference people.
2: So well, it's getting, and that, that's impressive. I mean, that's a testament to to the, the to way the program is run and how, what you guys are doing over there. Uh, are there are there things that that you can see that that the, that these athletes are doing? Uh, I mean, are they more committed? Or are they? Uh, is there is there? Or are you guys just coaching better?
3: Well, they're running faster. <laughs> they're <laughs> that's jumping that's farther. it. That's
2: it. That's all. That matters. They're
3: jumping farther and higher. They're throwing <laughs> farther. And, you know. Sure. So, Uh, I would like to think we have something to do with that, right? I mean, we bring in decent people. I always, you know, I think our philosophy is you bring in the the raw material, the talent, you know, and when talent meets good coaching, you you have a a good end result, right? So um, I think that we're doing a good job of bringing in people that want to be part of our team and our culture. Uh, I think that uh, when they get here, they realize that to compete on our team, just within our team, to get to go to the meets, they're going to have to step up their game. And then I think that that the people that are already in the program lead by example, and, and so they kind of show the incoming people what it takes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like Terry's group. And he's pretty. He's, you know, Terry's Terry's a, a very modest guy, but I mean, in his group, uh, when we got to when he got to here to UL, uh, the school record was 161 feet in the job. And it's a great example of one. And you know, so we have a top five list, right? Well. Uh, when, he got, when he got here, the top five list had you know, women throwing in the 130s and, and 140s. Now, to make the top ten list, you have to throw 150 feet. Mm-hmm. So the expectation, even within our team, right, has gone up gotcha. to where now the top ten P, Tom Tip distances ever come from people that are currently on our team. Because you can't go to the meets unless you reach that, that level.
2: Very impressive. I mean, that that that's that's obviously it's it's showing in the results and the, and and what you guys are able to do uh, this year. Talk a little bit about. Uh, the, the, the way the season works, because it's an interesting uh, setup. Do you have a fall season, right, or an indoor season? In the, in the... <clears throat> so,
3: yeah, you have, a tr- you have a cross country in the fall, which okay. is the longer distance running the grass and the hills. Me and Terry, I have nothing to do with that. And, and, uh, <laughs> we, we're training in the fall. Yeah, okay. yeah we have an indoor season, uh, gotcha. you know, we have an indoor season and an indoor championship. So, uh, technically, track is three sports, uh, <laughs> and men and women. So, we're technically counting for the university, we're six sports. Okay. Two cross-countries, two indoors, and two outdoors. And so, yes, we do have an indoor uh, championship and an outdoor championship for the men and, and the women. Uh, the indoor season ends uh, late February, early March. Outdoor starts at the same time and, and, and then goes through our conference meet. Then regionals is in Jacksonville, Florida next week. The top 12 in each event then goes to the national championship, which is in Austin, Texas, at the University of Texas, which will be two weeks after that, so fair, first week of June. Uh, second week of June, basically is our is our national championship. So it's a progressive um, qualification. You got to be in the sure. top 48 to make it to regionals, and that and there's only two regions. So that's top 48 in half of the country, um, in your event, and then they pair that down in two rounds to 12, and they go to Austin. The West has 12, so there's only 24 people in each event, at the national meet very hard to get to one of the hardest things to do in sports
2: right absolutely it sounds like it uh
3: terry when you look at
2: your your squad the the guy the the guys and i guess gals that you coach uh when it comes to uh uh, throwing what's been what's been one of the keys for this year i mean what have they been able to do uh just kind of what's is it their work ethic is it their technique Uh, what, what makes them uh And you feel free to name them because let's give them some pub, you know, they're they're doing the work, right?
4: (laughs) Um, So, uh, a lot of them don't really, they haven't seen what it takes to be at that level, at the level of being at the Nationals. So having somebody on the team that has been at that level, um, they can kind of see what it takes um, as far as in the weigh room, you know, you're gonna have to do stuff outside of track as far as taking care of your body. that we don't give them to do, you know? So it goes as far as uh, just being able to do those things right off the track. School, school's a big thing too. Having your grades right and then being able to do things uh, on the track.
2: Excellent. Yeah, so that makes
4: your program, you know, a
2: little bit, a little bit better each each time out there. Yeah. Um,
4: When we come back,
2: we'll talk a little bit more about regionals and kind of get into that. And I know you guys are getting geared up, uh, gearing up for that. Um, It's it's been a successful year for for Cajun athletics, uh, Mm -hmm. all across the board, and uh, and so we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back. We're talking UL Track, and we're going to do it right here on Inside Cajun Nation. Don't go away. We're back in 90 seconds. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks for sticking and staying, everybody. George Faust here. we got Tommy Baddahl right there. We've got Terry Hughes right here. Track. Is what we're talking about you guys are headed to the regionals uh the ncaa regionals that's uh seems to be par for the course for cajun athletics this year you get to the regionals. golf did it basketball had a phenomenal year got to the tournament football went to a bowl game baseball's in the in the thralls of uh their their sunbelt schedule taking on uh you know they're about to about to be in the conference uh tournament uh there's a ton happening and so the the excitement level. It's good to be, you know, uh, at a successful program. And I think in in talking with Dr. Brian Maggard, uh, you know, periodically throughout the year, I mean, he doesn't care if it's, you know, dominoes or baseball. (laughs) He he wants to be competitive at it. And I'm wondering how that how that uh, kind of uh, 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 matriculates down to you guys in track. Uh, do you guys feel that importance and, and that, that want and need to be successful at everything?
3: Well. Okay, I don't know a coach worth their salt that likes to lose. You know, I tried winning and I tried right. losing and winning is a lot more fun. Uh, but I, I think the expectation is to be in the top three in the conference. You know, okay. I think that that's a standard that, that Dr. Maggard has set and established with, uh, with us as, uh, as coaching staffs. And I think that that's when we go into a conference, you know, uh, situation, I think that that's what we're after is a top three finish. The men were second indoors, third outdoors. The women, we had some injury issues and just didn't quite get over the hump, uh, but we're close. And, and so I think that we're right in the mix to to be top three in both both next year, and the year after, and the year after. I think that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And yeah. so I think the expectations, just like his javelin group, I think the expectation is there for all of us as coaches, and we just want to uh, you know we just want to live up to those expectations. And as us, you know, that that have a lot of pride in the university. I'm a graduate. Uh, Those of us that graduated, obviously, and live here and have lived here all our lives, me, Broadhead, Deacon, you know, there's several of us. We, I think, have a little extra incentive. We got to go home on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's right. That's right. Hey, Terry, you were telling me about uh, Maria Bienvenue and and just what an impressive talent she is and, and how you guys have kind of been blessed to coach her watch her and be a part of uh, what she's doing can you tell me a little bit about her and what makes her so special
4: yeah so um freshman year um she ended up throwing she came in as a uh she was a walk-on initially so freshman year she came on as a 120 uh, foot thrower in one meet in high school and then COVID happened so she came on asked me if she could walk on let her walk on and then At the end of the freshman year, she ended up throwing 175 feet and ended up being second-team All-American. So, um, you know, (laughs) it kind of speaks for itself. Sure. I
2: mean, an impressive um, – obviously, she has the mental mental fortitude to be a great athlete. Yeah, for sure. Especially in a sport that's an individual-type atmosphere where you – you really have to con- worry about yourself and make sure you're doing your part
4: because it's yes, your face out there, exactly. right? exactly. But two, I mean, also, um, the girls, we also have other girls that are very good sure. as well. So having them around her brings, you know, it gravitates them to her. So, um, mm-hmm it just makes them as a whole a very good group to work with. Yeah, know? that's
2: impressive. So you get to the regionals. What does that entail? How do, how do you go? So now what has to happen with regards to the to, to come to continue on yeah. uh, in the postseason here?
3: Yeah, so it's it's a you know, it's a qualification, you know, type thing. Yeah. And, and so you you run on uh, the men run on on uh, on on Wednesday and Friday and the women run on Thursday and Saturday, you run prelims the first day, and then the second day is the second round. So you really, there's four rounds to the NCAA track uh, championships. We're going to the first two rounds. Gotcha. Uh, the top 12, after the second day, the top 12 relays, the top 12 individuals will then go to Austin. So that's that's the, the, the what we call the semifinals and finals. Gotcha. So it's not that different from basketball where they have a site, regional site, and then they have the final four, you know, kind of thing. So it's, it's a very similar type mentality. Uh, for us, you know, you have people like Maria, who's ranked in the top eight, who, you know, if they just go do what they do, you know, she's going to go to Nationals. You have other people that are on the bubble, like our 4 by one relays, 15th. We, we got to get a little bit better. Right, sure. You know, um, we, have, uh, we have some of our uh, other, other individuals that are, that are seated between 15 and 22. You know, and we have another group between 22 and 31. So, you know, some of those people are going to be shooting just to get to the second day and a miracle happens. The other ones, though, that are between 15 and 22, it doesn't have to be a miracle, right? They're within shouting distance of actually making it to the national championships, which is a tremendous honor, quite honestly. Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. First and second team All-American. Yeah, that's
2: that's phenomenal stuff. You were going to say something or no? Oh no! It's, oh, okay, yeah, no. it's just yeah. I'm excited. I,
4: I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: It's a lot to be excited about uh, as uh, the Cajun track program is is on the up and up, no doubt about it. Yeah. Tommy, you were talking a little bit about uh, the just what a broad spectrum of, of, of talent you guys have, and it doesn't mean that talent just from the state or the region. And this is it's interesting in, in track you you have to kind of broaden your horizons a little bit and get kids from all over and that's what you guys have
3: well and, and you know it's kind of by, by by event a little bit like terry's group you know his his female javelin girls are all from 1a louisiana high school <laughs> maria's from st mary's in natchitoches yeah. she was the mvp of basketball in 1a didn't throw the javelin at all until the senior year one meet so ville, uh, sacred heart of ville Platte uh westminster christian academy um uh, and then uh, where's Morin and from, uh, uh from highland, highland baptist, baptist. Oh, yeah. so that's where our javelin group's from and then i have you know i have i have some sprinters from barbados and, and <laughs> jamaica and you know we've got uh you know we've got tickets, you know people from Karen crow and houston and yeah. you know oklahoma but it, it is a probably the sport where you see the the widest variety and yeah. diversity Within a within a group, it's it's pretty cool. They see all these guys start out as freshmen and end up friends by the time they're finished. Mm-hmm.
2: All right, let's let's talk brass tacks here now. What, expectations from you guys with regards to who might make it uh, to Austin and, and move that far. I mean, is there is there a number that you have in your mind? Like you think a couple of guys here, gals there. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, what what are you know. guys thinking? I mean, What's we, realistic? We I we, we think we
3: can bring anywhere from from four to eight. Yeah, You know, if a good, we, we, nice. do, we do really well, you know. Uh, obviously, we have some ranks higher, and then they just do what they do. Then you know They're pretty, they're, we feel very confident. So, yeah. There's a couple of females in particular, Maria being one of them. We have also, a, uh, a, a, we have a, a transfer girl that came from Akron. She's, she's in the top 15 in the triple jump. She's in the top 20 in the long jump. We feel like if she has a good day, she has a great chance to go. She's been to regionals three times, uh, and she was at the University of Akron before. So she's been there, done that already. She's got some experience, so we feel like that's going to help her get to the next. She hasn't been to Nationals yet. Uh, football, our men's football one relay, we feel like, has a chance. Uh, you know, we've got 400 hurdlers, uh, one in, uh, in particular, uh, Jave Jones, uh, but Nate uh, Ferguson and our female, uh, we feel like um, Mo Bridgen. So two of those are from Jamaica, one's from Barbados. You know, So we, <laughs> we feel like we've got a good contingent going. Uh, this is the highest ranked yeah. that our contingent has been. Since we've been there, too. we got Jeremy freshman. Jeremy Nelson, okay. a freshman. We have the top freshman triple jumper nice. in the United States. Yeah, yeah. he's from uh, Monroe.
2: Well, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of great things happening for UL Track. You guys are up next at the NCAA East Regional. That's going to be on uh, in Jacksonville, Florida, mm-hmm. and it's on uh, starts on Wednesday, May 24th. So, uh, looking forward to uh, all the success you guys are going to have and. Uh, and uh, look forward to talking about
3: it. Well, one of the best things is we get to spend a week in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah,
2: hey, mm-hmm. you know, if, 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 any Florida beach, so maybe not, but who knows? There's some water not over far. there somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you not can far. get there quick. Next year is in Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got they got a waterway there somewhere. Yeah. There. West Monroe, I think, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Coaches, thanks so much for coming in. Really appreciate your time. We'll, uh, Thank you. We we'll look forward to uh, tracking you guys in the, in the regionals and, and beyond. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. Thanks so much for sticking, sticking up, sticking, uh, staying up late and uh, enjoying the show. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.